It's Giles. Oh, he's all right, isn't he? I don't know. He, he didn't show up when he was supposed to last night. And then when I went over to his place, he was acting, well, very anti-Giles. He wouldn't let me in. And he looked really bad. I think he might have been... I think he was drinking. He was home alone drinking? But tea, right? Wasn't tea, Will. Yep, yep, I knew this would happen. Nobody can be wound as straight and narrow as Giles without a dark side erupting. My Uncle Rory was the stodgiest taxidermist you've ever met by day. By night, it was booze, whores, and fur flying. With her horse? He was alone. Give it time. Welcome to another episode of Boys Watching Buffy. We are just two boys watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. We are your hosts. I'm Joe Welke. I am Vance. And right off the bat, we need to issue an apology to some people. <laughs> Not necessarily an apology, but let's talk about... <laughs> we need to issue a clarification statement. So... In our last episode, Lie to Me, we talked extensively about what are the rules of vampire invitations and where are they allowed to be and where they are not allowed to be. Yes. We got, and we appreciate this, we got quite a few emails explaining us the rules of vampire uh, invitations and where they're allowed to go. Yeah, we got educated on it. And, yes. and I'll say this, we, I at least knew about Vampires need to be invited into like someone's house. They can't come yeah. in. Um, and it has been brought up in the Angel episode, which is like mm -hmm. the sixth episode in this series, right? And it yeah. played a major part in that. Um, yes. So that was fine. We did not know. This is the one thing we didn't know. We did not know the rule about public places. And if yeah. vampires are allowed to go into public places, it's just like personal homes of people. And uh, yeah, so... With that, Spike, of course, can just break into the school. Vampires can yeah. run into the school. We were wrong on that. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. But I will no, say, I will say, the show has not stated that outright. Yes, I will say. I wouldn't even say that we were wrong. We just didn't have that information, yes. and now we do, thanks to our fantastic listeners. You know, yeah. getting those emails and messages made me be, realize, like, oh wow, people are actually listening. <laughs> I was like, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, thank you. So. Also, thank you so much for mm -hmm. sending it in. And I guess we will not be harping on it as much anymore, you yeah. know? And I will say we didn't want to harp on it before. We had an episodes previous to the last episode. We said, oh, yeah, we're just going to drop that. It doesn't really yeah, matter. Yeah, we kind of moved past it. And then the last episode, Lie to Me, really <laughs> brought it back up. Um, yeah. And I will still stand by that they do it clunky in Lie to Me. And it also, they bring it up for no reason. Besides reminding the audience, unless mm -hmm. it's going to come up later in a future episode and they want it to just like kind of remind people about it. Because it doesn't play yeah. a role in the last episode. There's never a moment where Angel can't get somewhere and it's a big hindrance or Spike can't get into a house or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, I mean, <laughs> I do think some of our like hypotheticals were really funny. 
<laughs> I, I still want to know if you can resend the invitation once they're yeah. inside the house. I guess yeah. if, I guess if you're invited in once, you can come in again. So that one invitation is uh, is good for life, perpetuity. Yeah. But uh, yes, yeah, so thank you to everyone that wrote in. Uh, we also got another message confirming something that was double confirmed in this episode. So we'll bring that up as we go along. But today we are talking about season two, episode eight, The Dark Age, which was directed by Bruce Seth Green and written by Dean Batali and Rob Deshotel. The original air date was November 10th, 1997, to an audience of 5.59 million people. Pretty big jump from last time. Um, yeah. Yeah, now they know the rules about the invitations. People are back on board. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> they wanted to see if they further explained it in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, should we get into advance? Yeah, this is a this is a good one. This has a lot of stuff, and this answers some uh, stuff that we brought up last episode too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was a, it was a banger. It's got some high drama. So, uh, yeah, the episode starts out with this uh, guy in a suit sweating his balls off, walking around Sunnydale High School campus, and he he's looking for somebody, and he runs into the janitor, and he's like, hey, I'm looking for Rupert Giles. And also, it's, like, super dark out. I don't know what time it is, but this janitor's there, and, like, it's not weird that this guy's there. And then the janitor knows where Giles' office is or who he is. I wrote that down, too. And I was like, am I insensitive? Like, is it wrong? Like, I don't think he would, the night maintenance yeah, person, so. custodian, janitor, whatever you want to call him, would know the school's librarian. Yeah, I didn't know my school's librarian. Like, I never went to the library. I mean, it made me think about my high school's library, and I would go in there during free periods and stuff. And it was really cozy and comfortable, but I don't, I can't really remember it. <laughs> and I definitely didn't know the librarian by name. I don't I, think I should have never. Probably. I never really went into the library. I think I had a class in there uh, when I was doing some kind of like community college, like advanced te- uh, class or something. But we didn't interact with the librarian at all. Like we, our teacher was in in the library. I think it would be hard for if he was like, "Hey, I'm looking for Giles. He's the librarian," and he's like, "Oh, the library's that way." I could see yeah. that, but he's like, oh, Rupert Giles. Well, that guy talks to everyone. He's such a yeah. personable person. Of course I know who he is. And I want to yeah. know what this guy is doing not to get eaten every night. Right? Night maintenance people have to be like, just like a buffet for vampires. Absolutely. Um, but the janitor knows exactly where Giles basically lives yeah. <laughs> points him to he's like oh i think it's on the other side of campus just walk over there yeah i saw him with some uh you know underage girl in that uh in the library <laughs> after hours yeah so sweaty guy starts walking over to that way and then from behind like a zombie woman i was very confused at this point because i was like well she doesn't look like a vampire mm-hmm. she definitely looks like a zombie she looked happy yeah, she did look pretty stoked. Yeah. <laughs> um, but sweaty guy turns around. And he's like, Deirdre? And I think that she says, Philip. Yeah. <laughs> and he starts panicking and running. And he's banging on the door to the library. And he's trying to get in because this zombie woman's 
chasing him. But inside the library is Giles with Buffy, who's doing like jazzercise with music blasting so they cannot hear Philip banging on the door. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that that happens. <laughs> I had my thoughts were like, hey Philip, knock a couple times, then duck and weave. Get out of right? there. <laughs> he's, he's just, just he's like, if I don't get in through this doorway, I'm not gonna my... I'm not gonna scream for the maintenance guy to help me. I'm yeah. Not, I'm not gonna hit her with the briefcase I'm holding. Nothing. Also, the zombie isn't running very fast. Nope. Like she's just doing the slow zombie crawl towards him. Mm-hmm. He's banging on the door. Giles and Buffy are blasting music, and Giles is not a fan. Yeah. And then just as Deirdre grabs Philip and chokes him to death, they shut the music off. And then Deirdre falls to the ground and turns into a bunch of goo. Yep. (laughs) Yep. And then the opening song hits. And we're left wondering, what the hell was that? Yeah, it was like, finally, peace and quiet. And then, boom, the body drops. Yeah. Yeah. So... After the opening song, Giles is dreaming about some kind of satanic ritual and he wakes up all disheveled and he's like, what the hell? What was what's going on? Um, and this is and the, the first time we see his uh, his house, his, his apartment. Yeah, he's, uh, he's got he's, a nice place. He's got a nice setup. All of his furniture looks very old world, ancient, like that's real wood. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah he, he doesn't like, have any like, ikea put together stuff it's funny because all of his furniture does look very old but his house is painted like mint green which is not like the, <laughs> it's the sunnydale uh it's like neighborhood board, yeah <laughs> but uh we cut from giles waking up in a demonic stupor to buffy and willow playing a game called anywhere but here And Buffy is like, I'm on a beach with Gavin Rossdale and he's massaging my feet. And then Willow's like, I'm in Italy eating ziti with, I forget who she says. John John Cusack. Hey, say anything. It It was a time. John Cusack had a time. I mean, even Gavin Rossdale had a time. Yeah. I mean, he was married to Gwen Stefani at some point. Uh, yeah, we had to look up who he was because I know the name. I know yeah. he was a famous person, but I don't know what for. Yeah, he was in. He was a lead singer for Bush, I believe. Yeah, I don't think I ever. And then the that. institution. That's just my <laughs> preliminary Google search. <laughs> if I'm <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, Buffy um, has a thing for Brits and vampires. That's true. Um, so then Xander joins in and he's got some girl. He's like Laura Yim at the water park or. It was like Jenny. What's It's like Jenny Yip or. It, it almost sounded like the girl that was addicted to brownies. <laughs> yeah. From the, that witch episode. Um, yeah. Her name. I think she was Amy or something. But he was Did you ever play that game, game or hear of that game? No, I've never heard of that okay. game in my entire life. I was life. like, is that a real thing? No. Um. But yeah, then they kind of trash him. They're like, you always say that. And he's like, I'm consistent with my love. I'm like, all right. I mean, he, that's true. He is still. That does not bode well for Willow. 
when well, I, Willow's about when Willow's I say about Willow to be, is friend zoned, I mean it. <laughs> well, Willow's about to be swept off her feet by Oz, hopefully. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. And they'll just have the palest babies alive. <laughs> <laughs> um so then uh, they're like, I wonder if Giles ever played anywhere but here. And they're like, no way. Giles is such a stuffy dork loser. <laughs> and then Giles shows up and he's looking all disheveled. And he's like, hey, uh, we got to talk about tonight. There's a it's a big day for vampires. It's the hospital delivery of blood. So we need to stake out the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of love this and wish it was a bigger part of the episode. Yeah, me too. Because <laughs> at one point I wrote down there's like uh, blood dealers, vampire blood dealers. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, just I, seeing the black market for <laughs> blood donations. <laughs> I wonder if they like don't mind that blood or if they're like, I prefer it fresh or some crap. You, you know? would have to prefer it fresh. It's like a frozen <laughs> dinner versus like going out oh, to get okay. it, you know it has to be yeah 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 it's like eating like yeah, yeah. never mind <laughs> uh, no more analogies <laughs> needed yeah we don't need to so they got to be on watch um and then jenny calendar shows up and she's like hey rupert you want to talk and flirt really quick and she's being all flirtatious and and she talks about how xander needs to show up on school on saturday for computer science tutoring and which willow needs to help which makes no sense because who are they tutoring like they're being tutored about computers i thought I they know. were going to tutor some younger for some reason when they said tutoring i forgot that these uh are high schoolers and not like <laughs> people in their late 20s so i was like oh they're tutoring uh some other kids about because willow <laughs> willow knows computers yeah like well i was confused because like skipping ahead when they yeah. get to that tutoring scene it's like only xander and then cordelia is there as like it seems like a punishment yeah and buffy like, wasn't supposed to be there yeah i don't know <laughs> I, I get, i'm thinking that xander was the only one that needed tutoring or something like he's failing computer science i don't know i felt like they were supposed to tutor other people but i don't know whatever it doesn't matter but uh yeah so then Jenny Calendar and Giles walk away and they're like outside of Jenny Calendar's uh, class. And Ms. Calendar gets very forward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was saying something to Giles and she and she said something about like, you know, you're very stuffy. And Giles was like, yeah, you know, everybody tells me that. And then she's like, well, does everybody tell you that it's really sexy how stuffy you are? And Giles is like, I, I beg your pardon? <laughs> well, she she jokes around about dog airing his first edition book. And she's yeah. like, oh, he's like, but, but but that's the first edition. She's like, I'm just I'm just messing with you. I like to watch you squirm, mm -hmm. right? Oh, right, yeah. right, right, right. And then the school bell rings. They're about to go kiss. And the school bell rings. And that's normally in a show. The bell rings and then they don't kiss. The bell yeah. rings and they continue to kiss through it which I thought was a great misdirect. Yeah. And then she says, um, well, she's, she's like, you, you want to later. She was like, you want to come over on Saturday? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I'd like to go out with you on Saturday. And she goes, I was thinking we could stay in. 
And then Jaws is like, and then she's like, I want to see how much I can make you squirm. And I was like, damn, dude. (laughs) If you had a bow tie on it, she'd just like spin around. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Get you a woman like Jenny Calendar, everybody. I mean, that was very... And she is so hot, dude. I mean, you're going to have to deal with a couple monster truck rallies and some uh, pagan witchcraft. Some witchcraft, but... I do not care. And she's down for him being nerdy. Yeah, she's like, you're nerdy and it's sexy. Yeah. And he's like, I beg your pardon? She's like, come on over. I want to make you squirm, Giles. This is a Giles episode. So if you like Giles, which I know a lot of people do, this is the one. Do you like Giles? I like Giles a lot, yeah. Okay, I like Giles. I, I had a note I wrote down that I was going to kind of say for the end, but I feel like I want to do it now. I really hope that um, Buffy and Giles got along on set because they have a lot of scenes together and yeah. they got a, their relationship is like really close. And mm-hmm. I just hope they had a good on set relationship. <laughs> <laughs> just with all the news coming out and stuff. I just really hope like... <laughs> Yeah, that everybody on that set was miserable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy, yeah. I hope so, too. Yeah. I mean, sure, it's a little weird, just the age difference of him and her. But, like, you know, the Harry Potter people seem to get along. Yeah. Enough, yeah. All right. So, Giles is, like, uh, walking on. He's walking on sunshine. Yeah. And don't feel good until he gets to the library and the cops are there. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, are you Rupert Giles? And he's like, wait, what? This is really killing my boner right now. (laughs) They're like, a guy was murdered here last night. And Giles should have been like, that's old hat. Like, what? (laughs) Well, we have brought up a lot that there's never any police when stuff happened. So we have to applaud the show for having some, some cop presence. They so, did. And you know what? Diversity too. Diversity, cop. A presence. black female, like lead detective. Yeah, who's doing a lot of zero detecting. Because, because <laughs> Giles, well, they like, hey, we found this guy. He was murdered here. This was his. He had the only info he had on him, even though he had a briefcase, was your name on this paper. Yeah, your right? name and your home address. Okay. Yeah, he had his home address. It said his home address. Oh, the the guy's home address, not Rupert's home address. No, Rupert's home address. Why didn't he go to Rupert's home? Maybe he did and, and then he, he wasn't went, there and then he went to the house. Okay, all right. Um, but at no point is Giles a suspect for this murder. Yeah. Like, not even brought in for questioning. Just brought down to ID the body. Um, yeah. But before that, Cordelia comes in and... Just is so oblivious and unaware. And at first I was like, what is this scene for? And later I, it pays off. Very minor. Yeah. 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 So Cordelia walks in and she's a total ditz and yeah. she's like making everything about herself. And then Giles yells at her and she leaves. And Giles <laughs> is like, all right, what do I need to do? She does have one line that's great. She's like, why does everyone yell my name? I'm not hard of hearing. Because yeah. everyone yells Cordelia once she, because she's always like doing something. Well, she said something like, "Look, I get it. You don't want me here." Or you know, she's like, "Look, I get it. I can take a hint." What's the hint? <laughs> and Giles is like, 
go away. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dealing with something right now. Oh, she's like, okay, yeah. fine. Yeah. So she's, she's good. she leaves. Uh, Giles is then brought to the morgue to ID the body of a guy named Philip, who is the sweaty guy that we saw in the suit earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, Giles is like, I knew him from back in my days in England. He's a good buddy of mine. And then he examines the tattoo that is on Philip's arm. He's like, oh, no, this tattoo. And I think the cop asked, like, do you recognize that tattoo? And he's like, no, I don't. Yeah, that's what happened. And she should immediately say, okay, let's uh, go downtown for some questioning. <laughs> yeah, right. Because the look he has is like, no, nah, I don't I don't know that tattoo. And you're like, yeah. you got a tattoo, buddy. Well, I guess it's like he was in shock or something because he just saw his friend's dead. And he's like, he answers like, do you know, do you know why he was here? And he goes, no, I don't. And she's like, do you recognize this tattoo? And he says, no, I don't in like the exact same way. Yeah, I feel like this cop in this town has seen a lot of people have to identify bodies. So she should be <laughs> able to pick up on those clues. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so then Buffy is staking out the hospital and there's uh, the delivery of blood shows up and two doctors come out and it's in like a ice, like igloo container, uh, like a Yeti container. And the driver drives away and he's like, all right, cool. Here's your blood. And then Buffy's standing there and she's like, wait, doctors don't take deliveries. And she goes and, uh, well, before she goes and kicks their ass, uh, like a Mustang convertible pulls up and he's like, all right, you got the goods. Yeah, and I was like, yes, vampire blood dealers. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, Buffy is also kind of suspicious because Giles was supposed to be there with mm-hmm. her and he, he was late and he hasn't shown up yet. But then she goes over and she starts beating up the three vampires. And then Angel shows up and helps her beat up the vampires. <laughs> yeah. And they all run away. Well, she kills uh, two of them and one. She kills two of them. The one, one, of, one of them gets, gets knocked back into the car and drives away, which is yeah. fun. And then <laughs> I loved this line. Where Buffy is like to Angel, she's like, what are you doing here? How did you know that I was going to be here? And Angel's like, it's delivery night. Everybody knows about delivery night. (laughs) (laughs) This is like a vampire thing, dude. Yeah, that's why I was like, this is something. This is a whole thing. Yeah, I thought that was really funny. Um, I was confused by the doctors don't take deliveries line. Yeah. What what was a blood delivery? What's a blood delivery normally if it? If wouldn't, you know what I mean? Like, how does the yeah, blood no get idea. delivered normally if it's not this way? Yeah, I would have just assumed like, yeah, that's fine. I, I mean, an unmarked van pulls up, and then it has well, like, the unmarked. The unmarked van was official. It was the two doctors that took the blood that was suspicious to Buffy. Yeah, that's what. Like, is, is she like, oh, these aren't female nurses that are taking it? Like, I don't get the, I don't get, the, I don't get what she expects is going to pick up the blood. I don't know, but if I had seen two doctors, like also they, they went those scrubs, guys, though. they could have. Been, yeah, I was gonna say they could have been nurses. They too. could have been uh, residents, you know, RAs or something. Like I don't I know. Mean, they could have even been like the receptionists. Don't like receptionists at hospitals wear scrubs. Yeah, yeah. They weren't like in the doctor coats or anything. 
Yeah, they didn't have like blood all yeah, over him. He, he, he wasn't like coming out of surgery. <laughs> yeah, just like those the latex gloves yeah. on. And uh, yeah, I, don't, I didn't get that line. I was like, "What do you think the blood delivery is supposed to be? Just a courier to another courier?" I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, we're gonna so get then some buff- emails about that. I know, right? We're gonna. Get- <laughs> I'm afraid to have questions anymore on this podcast. We nitpick because we love. That's what we do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um. But yeah, so then uh, Buffy's like, hey, Angel, can you make sure this blood gets to the right sources? And Angel's like, I don't know if that's a good idea. <laughs> I was like, she hasn't been to his place yet, but we've seen his place and he has those packets of blood. Like, yeah. what does she think Angel, because she's saying it not even like tongue in cheek. Yeah. I think she's really worried that this hospital is not going to get the blood. Yeah, I don't know. But how, how, does, she think, know- how does she think... I would have loved to see. I would have loved to have seen, like a scene like once Buffy goes. So Buffy's like, I'm going to go check on Giles. I'm going to go to his place. I would have loved to have seen like (laughs) Buffy leave and then Angel like look over his shoulder and just like pocket two of those packets. I would have loved to see her start to leave, think of something, turn back, and he's just already drinking one like it's a a Capri Sun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just sticks his vampire straw into yeah. one of the packets. He's like, he's like, what? what? <laughs> he, he's, he just turns, what do you want? What do you want from me? Yeah. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> I'm a fucking vampire. And, dude. Van- and he says it's like delivery night. So like he was coming to steal it, right? I don't know. But this is also like the most humane way to get blood. Like if he pocketed like two or three packets, I would have been cool. He has to. Buffy has to be asked how he's still alive. Like, right? Do vampires die if they don't drink blood? I assume they just get really weak, like Drusilla. Yeah, I wonder how many, how much time. Mm-hmm. Here, email in about this. How much time can a vampire go without drinking blood? Like in, if in the Buffyverse, at least in the Buffyverse. If you like kill. And drink the blood of like one person. Are you good for like a week or yeah. is that just like one meal? Because I don't know, man. I'm going to say they can last know. a month. I'm going to say they can last a month without feeding. You think it's a month? Yeah. All right. All right. Well, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Buffy goes to Giles's house and he looks all disheveled and he's unshaven. He's grown a five o'clock shadow and his tie is undone. I noticed and, that. I was like, he just like grew that beard real quick. Yeah, he's he's acting real suspicious too. Buffy's like, hey, what's up? And and he's like, what are you doing here? Is everything all right? And she's like, yeah, everything's all right. But you were supposed to meet me at the, the hospital. And he's like, oh, sorry. Did everything go all right? She's like, well, yeah, but like, what's up with you? Like, you're never late. And he's like, I'm just dealing with some shit. I got some stuff going on. And I want to, I'm, I'm going through something personal. And he starts to close the door and Buffy's like, whoa, 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 wait a second. Is everything all right? And he's like, yeah, but shit's kind of, I'm going through something. So I'll see you Monday. And he kind of slams the door on her. I would say at this point, I'm like, bring Buffy into this. Like this thing is right? not scarier than the master. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, hey, oh yeah, Buffy, you fight demons for a living, right? Oh yeah, come on in. Let's talk about this. <laughs> oh yeah, I just remembered. You uh you don't just fight vampires, you yeah. fight fucking plant ladies and yeah. robots and <laughs> you can punch and kick anything to death almost. Yeah. yeah. Um so yeah, then Buffy leaves and uh Giles is trying to contact a woman 
he's trying to contact uh, Deirdre, who was the woman that we saw at the beginning, who had turned into a zombie and then goo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he hears that she died a couple days ago, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. And then he sits down at a table, and he has a notebook open with Philip and Deirdre and some other person's name, and he crosses off Philip's name. And the only two other names that are left are Ethan Rain and Rupert Giles. And so you're like, oh, what is happening with this? Mm-hmm. This is some Giles mystery. Yeah. And I dug it. Yeah, and then he goes into the bathroom and he rolls up his sleeve and shows that freshly new tattoo on his arm. Oh yeah, <laughs> and watch that tattoo his face. that that they did with a gel pen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Looks like a <laughs> sharpie. They did like a press on with a cold rag. <laughs> yeah, the tattoo that we see later looks better than this one, I think. Um, oh yeah, and uh, yeah, he just throws water in his face and looks into the mirror, all ominous. Yeah, and he looks scary when he looks into the mirror. I was I kinda, like, oh, wow. This is what I like about Jazz. I like him being able to, like, stretch out his dark side. Like, they're showing some range with him as an actor in the show, which is nice. Yeah. And he can pull it and, off. It's not just, like, gimmicky. Yeah, and, and he looks at his tattoo and he goes, so you're back. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. So then we cut to the dead guy in the morgue, Philip, and he awakens and then uh, a doctor is making his rounds and just checking to make sure all the dead bodies are in their little refrigerators. <laughs> you know what you do when you're like, oh, man, last time I locked in someone that wasn't dead. Let me just go back and check again. <laughs> He's just opening them all. So he, he opens two and then rule of three. He opens the last one and and Philip is missing. And then a nude Philip attacks him from behind and just. Basically, I mean, he kills the doctor, I guess. He throws him into that thing. Oh, yeah, he throws which, him into the Which looks like it has no back to it because he throws him in and he just, like, slides all the way out of <laughs> frame. Um, <laughs> so it's, like, 20 feet deep in there. Uh, but, yeah, I thought he was going to kill him, put on his clothes, walk out. Yeah. No, just... Just naked, walks out. Yeah, and when we see him again later, he has a suit on. Yeah. So at some point he took the time to fully get dressed. Yeah. Yeah. He just like was walking around and he was about to walk out and he was like, oh shit. Yeah. Uh, I can't. It follows my, this. Yeah. Where's my suit? Oh, dude. That movie sucked. I like It Follows. <laughs> I can Ugh. understand the arguments with the ending, but I like the movie. Yeah. Um. So anyway, then we get Xander and Willow in the computer class and then Cordelia shows up and then Buffy shows up. And she's like, hey, Jenny Callender, do you know if uh, everything's all right with Giles? Because I was at his place last night and he was acting really weird. And Miss Callender's like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. He seemed pretty normal last time I saw him. And then Buffy's like, I think something's up with him. And I think we need to, like, figure it out. And then Xander is super stoked. He's like, oh, we should all figure it out. Leave this computer class. Let's leave. (laughs) There's some joke about doing Buffy that happens earlier or something oh, yeah. like, okay, get to your seats. We're going to do. And then Buffy walks in. He's like, we're going to, uh, Ginny Collins like, we're going to do Buffy. And he's like, wait, what? Did I die? Am I still dreaming? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a good um, old wordplay. Yeah. And then Buffy says something about like, you know, he was drinking 
It smelled like he was drinking. And then Xander stands up and he's like, I knew Giles had a bad side. I knew it. My uncle, he had a bad side like this. He was the most stuffy person I knew. And then behind the scenes, he was into booze and whores and and a third thing that I couldn't understand. What did he say? What was the third thing? I don't know. But then he asked Buffy, was there anyone there? He's like, he was alone. He's like, the whores are coming <laughs> or something <Yeah>. like that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I brought up that Giles must be like a crazy late night drinker before, too, because there was mm-hmm. this one episode where he was just in the office looking so frustrated. <laughs> like he looked yeah. so hungover for like having done nothing. Um, yeah. And he, I don't know. Maybe he's going to have a slight drinking problem at some point. I mean, he should. Yeah. I he's hope got- I hope he doesn't go full like after school special drinking where they have to have like an intervention. Like, dude, I remember in high school, I had a teacher that would show up drunk or like hungover and you could still like smell it on his breath. Mm. And you could always tell he was hungover because he had a big Powerade on his desk. <laughs> oh, and I remember like everybody figured it out. Yeah. And this dude was like pretty short. He was like five one or something. Yeah. So the taller kids took the Powerade one time and put it on top of like the TV that was mounted to the, <laughs> the And he was like, who the hell took my They drove him to drink extra hard that night. Uh, oh, it was man. so That's funny. Nice. And, then, and then like he saw it and he was like, oh, this is really funny, guys. This is really funny. <laughs> he made somebody take it down. It was so great. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, so then... After Buffy's like, is, is Giles been acting weird? This is where Cordelia was like, well, he was normal when I saw him when he was talking to the cops about a murder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they're like, why didn't you bring this up? And I was on Cordelia's side. I'm like, yeah, that's not even the weirdest thing I saw yesterday. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then they're really suspicious about it. Um, and then so Buffy goes to the library to call Giles. Where I guess there's the that's the only place where a phone is, and she goes in the library and then she sees a shadow moving in the stacks as they call it, and she goes to investigate, and lo and behold, who's back there but our good old pal Ethan Rain, and Buffy immediately recognizes him, which I loved. She's like, well, "You're the guy that sold me that costume, that put a curse on me. What the hell was that all about?" Yeah. And he's like, uh, you know. <laughs> well, this whole scene, I had like so many like weird issues with it. Because they go up there. He's in the stacks. She sees him through one of the stacks. He pushes it over trying to crush her underneath it, right? Mm-hmm. Then he runs out of the stack and then like bumped his knee or something and like stumbles <laughs> around the corner. And he's like, ow, ow. And then she stops him. And then they have that conversation. Yeah. Like he just tried to maybe murder you by pushing that on you and he put a spell on the whole town that almost killed everyone so i'm thinking she just has a casual conversation with them like what are you doing here like i'm like no punch first and then she hits him once and then like he's like ow and then they have a conversation yeah and i'm like no this guy's a major problem like he should be i don't know how you put him in jail for this but something yeah, she has to reprimand him at some point. But <laughs> yeah. they're just like, she's like, yeah, you're the guy that sold me that costume. What was up with that? And he's like real jokey. Like he's he's having a fun time hamming it up. Oh, yeah, he is. He's yeah. like, yeah, you know, you know, put a spell on you. Yeah. And then she's like, so, you know, Giles. And he's like, oh, yeah, me and Giles go way back. 
And then we cut to Giles and he's dreaming of Satan again. <laughs> yeah. He's having and those he, early Buffy nightmares. Yeah. Yeah. And he wakes up to a phone call from Buffy and he looks real hungover now. Like mm-hmm. he looks bad. And that whiskey bottle is at the bottom. Oh, yeah. He thought Giles so he, would go d- dig into some books at this point and not the bottom of the bottle. But yeah, people deal with uh, I, trauma in their I'll, own ways. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to bring it up later. But uh, so okay. Buffy's calling him. He picks up and she's like, hey, I'm here with some dude named Ethan. He says he knows you. What's going on? And he's like, Buffy, if you're with Ethan, you're in some grave danger. And then uh, the dead guy walks in to the library. Yeah. Yeah. But he was like in the back of the library, it seemed. Like he seemed like he was behind them somehow. But in order to get there... It had to have like walked around. Well, I, I don't know. It, this library is situated in Sunnydale High in a spot where you can get to it from the street. Some yeah. school libraries are like mine. I, my high school one was inside the school. Like you had to be yeah. in the school and then go down a hallway to get to it. It wasn't like it didn't have its own private entrance, I don't believe. Mm-hmm. And this one we saw from the beginning, it does. Maybe he just came back through that door that we don't know. Where he's, that could be. I don't know. Whatever. But it seems like in the other episode that it was on the second floor and she had to drive through. Um, like Cordelia had to drive through the school. It was on the first floor. She didn't go upstairs. But yeah, it's somewhere yeah. deep in. Anyway. Well, it has a sunroof too. Yeah. I don't know. It's whatever they need. Um, yeah. He comes in there and Buffy looks really scared for some reason. Yeah. I would be more afraid of Ethan Rain, who will put a spell on the whole town, yeah. than yeah, guy like, in suit that looks undead. Yeah, like you beat up undead things all the time. Yeah. So she wails on him and throws him in library jail. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love <laughs> it. That keeps getting used. Yeah. It'll have weapons in it when it needs to, or it's just a, just a personal prison. Yeah, like it's a prison, but that is also where Giles has all of his weapons. Yeah. And like, why are the weapons in there? I have no clue, like, man. What did the principal think? So after she throws him in book jail, uh, everybody comes running in like, like Xander and Willow and Miss Calendar and Cordelia show up. Oh, you can hear, and, you can hear kicking. Kicking, you know, just <laughs> echoes throughout the hallways. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Ethan tries to run away, but like Xander and Willow and all them like, capture him well cordelia needs him in the balls but like he really pushes over xander xander yeah (laughs) xander just gets shoved out of the way yeah so then giles shows up and he's like is everybody okay and they're like yeah but there's a dead guy here and ethan's here and then giles goes up to ethan and he just like chokes him he's like (laughs) he's just got his hand around his throat and he's like i told you to leave town and then ethan's like Oh, I bet you did, Ripper, but I'm still here, aren't I? <laughs> yeah. And we're like, oh, okay, so confirmed. And then even Cordelia goes, why do they call him the Ripper? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> we don't really get an explanation of why he was called Ripper, though, do we? Not yet. Not yet. No. I'm sure it's going to come up in a later episode. Oh, my but- God. He's just going to be like, <laughs> is he going to be like Roadhouse and just ripping out throats? That's the thing. I know, man. That'd be so badass. <laughs> But yeah, so we were confused as to if he was being called Ripper, 
We got confirmation confirmation from an email uh, or Instagram yeah. DM. We got someone hop, uh, someone slid out DMs with them yeah. with some key information. Again, uh, thank you so much. Yeah. Appreciate One that. One of our longtime listeners. Yeah, really love that. Uh, but it, also here, if you're going to send us a message, don't spoil anything too. Yeah, because we uh, we this is our first time going through. Yeah, we Just appreciate little, the spoiler, the the no spoiler yeah. tag that we've been getting to. So thank yeah, you. That's awesome, everyone. Yeah. Um. So he's choking Ethan. He's like, I told you to leave town. Ethan's like, Well, I'm still here, aren't I? And then uh, the dead guy escapes. Philip. He just like busts out of library jail, uh, and then has like a seizure and then he falls to the ground and turns to goo as well um but while he busts out of library jail he knocks the door into jenny calendar who passes out yeah because some people just pass out real easy in this world (laughs) yeah so he turns into goo right next to her Mm -hmm. and then they make a really big point of emphasis to show her hand was touched by the goo Mm -hmm. and then she stands up and Giles is comforting her. He's like, is everything all right? Is everybody okay? And then she's like, yeah, I'm fine. Just let me like hold on to you. And then they get a really close up shot of her and her eyes like start glowing green. And you're like, oh no, yeah. something's up with Miss Calendar. And Cordelia has the line of the scene um, for me. She goes, this is what happens when you go to school on a Saturday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was like, all right, that's money. Touche, yeah. touche. But yeah, the whole time Buffy's like, Giles, you got to tell me what's going on. Mm-hmm. And Giles is like, Buffy, stay out of it. Yeah, he gets serious. Without his glasses, those eyes really intense. Yeah. yeah. So in all of this hubbub, Ethan Rain has escaped. He's really good at that. Oh, yeah. He's a slithery guy. <laughs> he's like, look over there. And he's like, wow, he's gone. You could be in an empty field. <laughs> like, you wouldn't be able to know where he went. <laughs> he went to the Batman school of disappearing. Yeah. So then Giles takes Jenny Calendar home. And then the gang is like, yo, we need to figure out what this mark. They, they make a reference to, you know, it's the tattoo is the mark of Igon. And they're like, we're a part of the Igon tribe or something. And they all have the tattoo, the mark of Igon. So after Giles and Jenny Callender leave, Buffy's like, nobody's going anywhere. We need to figure out what this mark of Igon is. Because Giles is acting real weird and I don't like it. So then they're like, all right. Willow's like, I'll check the net. Xander's like, I guess I'll have to read books. And then Cordelia is like, what do you want me to do? And Buffy's like, get out of here. <laughs> and she's like, no, I, I want to help. I'm part of this. She's like, all right, well, then go help Xander. And she's like, ah, I'd rather. Yeah. <laughs> um, my question, a question I wrote down, when do we stop calling the internet the net? I don't know. Like, when did it go from the net to the web? Well, we also, yeah, we used to call it the World Wide Web, too. I mean, that was like the WWW aspect of it. Like before Google was around, you had to actually know a a, a website's yeah. address to type it in. Um, but then it was always the net. There's the Sandra Bullock movie, The Net, that came out mm. about her. Like, you know, where the Internet does way too many things for the time period. But would be 
underwhelming now probably uh yeah i feel like people still say surfing the web though people say surf the web the interwebs i joke around and i say that every now and then but the net <laughs> the net never the net never really stuck yeah hmm. yeah that's all interesting observation there man <laughs> <laughs> people are like how can i get the last minute of my life back <laughs> Uh, email in if you have any. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, Giles and Jenny Counter are back at his place and they're getting cozy and Giles is taking care of her. And then Giles is like basically warning her about like, you know, maybe you shouldn't hang out with me for a while. You know, I'm I'm a dangerous man. Uh, bad stuff follows me around. It's Mark of Igon stuff. It's no joke. And I wouldn't want to put you in danger. And Jenny's like, I wouldn't mind being a little danger. And it's super weird. <laughs> well, it would be it would be different if she was super flirty right now. If we didn't see her say the make you squirm line earlier. Yeah. You know, like it's no it's no contra. And we've seen her be overtly flirtatious, like even in the first episode she showed in what the like, oh, that's not my earring. Like her, talking yeah. about the piercing is like, whoa, she's uh she's down. <laughs> like, yeah. And like so now she's down even more, but it's not a contrast to her personality at all. Yeah. Well, I think the thing that Giles says is he's like, I never meant for you to get involved. Yeah. And she's like, that's what happens when you get involved. I mean, they've been fighting so, witches and demons trapped in books and stuff already. Like she knows the deal. <laughs> Yeah. Like, it's not like, I'm sorry I got you involved with this one undead thing. Yeah. Like, and he doesn't know she's possessed yet either. Yeah, because he's a dumbass. Like, and then this next scene, this is where I had a big, big, big problem with this. Okay. Is Willow finds out basically everything that you need to know about the Mark of Igon. Well, is this? Oh, she does find, she does find this out before Giles explains his connection, right? Yeah. Okay. So she finds out about the Mark of Igon. She's like, it's a demon that possesses the unconscious and uh, or dead. And it like jumps from body to body. And they're like, well, the guy in the suit, he turned into goo. So he's gone. We're rid of this demon. And then Xander is like, well, actually, Jenny Calendar was unconscious. So she's probably holding the demon. And then everybody's like, oh, shit, we need to go save Giles. There's not even a big reaction to them. They just kind of like cut to them and they're just like, mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> like, that makes sense. And they just like, they just cut away. So then we cut back to Giles's place mm-hmm. and Miss Calendar is ripping out his phone line. And I was like, what a, what a nostalgic thing. <laughs> yeah. They cut the phone line. <laughs> like, yeah. That used to be in every like horror movie. Oh, yeah. Heist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, and he only has the one, just right in yeah. the living room. Pulled it out. What a quaint, quaint, quaint thing from 1997. Yeah. I tried calling you, but you weren't home. Sorry. Yeah. That's in the story. So she rips it out. And Giles is in the kitchen, and he turns around. He's like, what was that? I heard something. And Jenny Callender's like, there's nothing. Don't worry about it. And he's like, okay. <laughs> I'll keep my back turned towards the door. That's just a demon after me. <laughs> uh, so he gives her tea. And he's like, here, drink this tea, and then I'll take you home. And she's like, well, I don't want to go home. He's like, you should really go home. And she's like, I think I should stay here with you. 
And then Giles is like, and then he's like, she like throws him onto a chair and starts riding him and making out with him. And then he's like, no, I don't want to do this. I feel like I'm, oh, before she does this, she goes, you can take advantage of me in my weakened state if you want. And I was like, Jesus. And my question here is, they've been knocked out and partying afterwards multiple times in this show. <laughs> like, yeah. like, oh, we've just been hanging by our ankles. Oh, you want to go to the bronze later? <laughs> like, <laughs> they don't seem to have moments where, like, she got hit by, like, she just got hit by the door to the cage in the library. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, like, so why, like, she's knocked out. She comes to. I don't think she's like in a completely fragile state. I feel like Giles is in a more fragile state than anything. I mean, she might have a concussion. Did she even realize what happened? Because I think she just walked in and the door got kicked open. She saw a guy she didn't know. She saw Giles act a little strange. And a guy that, I guess the guy looked undead in the cage. And then he kicked it open. I'm guessing that she was there for a while before Giles showed up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he shows up late. But, yeah. Because she was part of the party that stopped Ethan. Yeah. But anyway, so she's like, you can take advantage of my weakened state. And he's like, ooh, that's weird. And then she like throws him on a chair and starts riding him and smooching him. And he's like, no, this doesn't feel right. Like, this is like, I feel like I'd be taking advantage of you. And then she's like, Giles, you're such a fucking bitch. (laughs) I really thought from what Willow was saying that the demon needed to get giles's seed to make like a future baby or something like what she was saying about like oh it needs to do this and that i was like oh of course now it's going to try to sleep with giles to create Mm -hmm. new demon babies or something that's what i thought the plan was um yeah but like a demon spawn because my bigger question is i don't know what this demon's plan is so yeah i don't either yeah uh so then Jenny Callender starts talking. She's like, you were always weak. You were always such a little bitch boy. And it's obvious that it's not Jenny Callender anymore. Super funny voice. I love yeah. it. And then Giles is Giles is basically looking at her like confused, like, what's going on? It's like, you know what's going on, I dude. I think he's more horrified to see the woman that he loves. I guess we can say he loves her now. Um, sure. Sure. Because it's TV. Um Yeah is now possessed by a demon. I think it's yeah. more shock and shock of that. Yeah. You know? So then uh, she starts beating the shit out of Giles and, uh, and Buffy shows up and kicks down the door and Buffy starts kicking Miss Calendar's ass. And then, uh, to my point, Ms. she should have just stayed there. She should have just stayed with them before. Right. That's what Buffy, like Giles can't protect himself from this demon. No. Yeah. What did he do in the past to earn the nickname the Ripper? Because he is I mean, I I go back to your your gripe about Willow being able to find out this information. You yeah, have known so- you have known about this your whole life as a watcher yeah. and you have not figured out like a way to stop it in case it comes back. Like every day you take a shower, you see a tattoo that reminds you of your past. You have not Willow. said I'm going to look in a book and see all the information I can find. Willow found it in one of his books in an afternoon. Yeah. 
how irresponsible. Well, maybe they didn't find like a cure to it, but she knows about it. And he, I, I guess he knows all about it too. Yeah, but he didn't have any plans. His plan was to start drinking. He didn't even think about like, even <laughs> Ethan uh, has a different plan, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, then Buffy's kicking Jenny Calendar's ass and then Jenny Calendar escapes somehow. And, uh, Buffy's like, Giles, you got to tell me everything that happened with this. And then Giles is like, all right, have a seat. Let me tell you a little story. <laughs> this could have been like, <laughs> I'm surprised she asked, wanted to know after what Angel told her about Drusilla. Right. <laughs> like, you know what? Never mind. You're right. Like, every time you guys tell me something problematic, it's really problematic. <laughs> so he sits her down and he's like, look, back in London, I rolled with like a pretty crazy crew and we, we awakened a demon. You know, like, what are you doing? It's just it's it's, what you do. It's just hijinks, man. Just. Yeah. Just, Wait, what? You never awaken demons? Schoolboy hijinks. <laughs> So he was awakening the demon because it got him high. <laughs> yeah. It was a thrill, man. They show that yeah. picture of him in a rock in the, the in like the a band. punk band. Yeah. That was that was he looked pretty fucking. I think rad that's really that him picture. too. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's I him. don't know. He's an actor from London. You think he wasn't in a punk band when he was growing up? All right. I mean he might have been, but that <laughs> picture was like pretty that was that looked pretty photoshopped to me mm-hmm. but anyway anyway yeah so he they awoke in a demon it took over one of the kids in the group and killed him and then it was like passing along to each of them and it's killing everybody and now it's the only two people left that are there with the mark of igon are ethan and giles and it's and now it's inside jenny and he's worried that he's gonna have to kill jenny in order to make it go away because he killed yeah because they killed their other friend yeah. And I'm thinking his nickname Ripper will have to do something with the way he killed his other friend. Right before he kills yeah. Ethan, it'll be like, oh, you're going to do me, Ripper, like you did, whatever his name was. Yeah. Um, and then Buffy's like, all right, well, I'm going to go figure shit out like I always do. And Jaws <laughs> is like, I'm sorry, Buffy. And Buffy's like, I know you are. I was like, dude, that was so cold for no reason. Like, Giles is going through it. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, Giles has been on her case hard about stuff. And then as soon as she he has a problem, he's like clammed up and like doesn't want to tell her, you know? Yeah. I mean, she's in the gym jazzercising, in the <laughs> library jazzercising at night on a school night, you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right. So then uh, Buffy goes to Ethan's shop and she's like, Ethan, where are you? I'm here to protect you. And then Ethan's like, oh, thank you so much. I really need your protecting. Uh, And then she's like, all right, let's go to the back. We're going to go hide out in the back. And he's like, all right, after you. And then she takes a step in front of him and he like knocks her out with like a mannequin leg. Two episodes in a row, Buffy gets hit from behind. By a guy just holding something. Yeah. This time it knocks her out. I thought she was supposed to be like stronger than everybody. But she gets knocked out like just as easily as Miss Calendar. Okay, we're going to nitpick it a little bit. But it's like convenience of the plot. Like it's no way she rips down the chains from that frat boy dungeon that is welded in the rock. And she can't rip a rope apart. Yeah. Or just break the table. The table was so flimsy when you see it kicked over. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, like, 
She could like, just bend that backwards. I, I just have no concept of her powers. Yeah, it's uh, it's plot driven. It's plot driven powers. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. So he knocks her out and he like ties her to a table and he's like, I'm going to give you the mark of Igon so that the demon doesn't get me and it'll kill you instead. And I was like, okay. No, not not okay. <laughs> <laughs> they could have done this the whole time. Yeah. They could just remove the tattoos. That's what I was. As soon as he like, so he's given Buffy this tattoo and he like pours acid on his arm. Uh-huh. And then later we see that like the demon is like, oh, you're not the guy anymore. I'll go to the next person. It's like, why didn't you do this earlier? You had a plan to have put a spell on Halloween costumes to turn everyone into that. And you could have been like, hey, who wants the tattoo for free? Yeah, like, that's it. You could have tattooed the whole town and like had had a whole town of people where the demon like, which one do I take? Like, bro, you you could have set up a henna shop on a boardwalk somewhere, and so many people would have gotten it, not knowing what it yeah. meant. Or just get the tattoo removed from you if that's how yeah. easy it is. And yes, and that's where my question is. There's that list, and it's like, and even Jenny Calendar when she's the demon says, "I only have two more to go, like to kill him," and she does a yeah. great head dive out of that window oh yeah head dive is amazing it's all in slow motion um but i'm like okay so what happens after the demon kills giles and ethan yeah i don't know like why is it is it just revenge because now it doesn't make any sense if you can just swap tattoos yeah dude and if you can like induct as many people into the cult of iagon as you want like and there's no benefit to this cult besides a demon trying to kill you you know the benefit was you get high (laughs) they're not even getting high anymore this is an allegory for drugs fans and just say no to drugs just say no to smoking just say no to things that get you high man (laughs) i do oh whatever we'll get to it at the end but yeah (laughs) um so in in between all of this uh xander willow and cordelia researching and and then Xander and Cordelia start to fight, and then Willow freaks the fuck out. Well, Xander's like, like, I'm going to fist fight you, Cordelia. <laughs> He's like, I don't care if you're a girl. I'll punch you right in the face. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, he hit his breaking point quick. He really did. Yeah. He went from zero to 60. Yeah. Like, But then Willow like jumps up, and she's like, we are researching about a demon, and I don't want to have to hear any of your bullshit. So either you're going to help me and sit down or shut up or leave. And then everyone's like, okay, we'll help. Sorry. <laughs> Here's when I wrote down, Willow is Watcher. Yep. Yeah. I predicted this like at the beginning. You predicted it, but your prediction falls apart later in this episode. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's hinted at in the later in this episode, but we'll figure. We'll, we'll talk about it. So then uh, Ethan, yeah, he gives Buffy the tattoo and he sears off his with the acid. And then Giles goes to get up and save Buffy. And then he like has a vision that Buffy has the tattoo. And then he's like, oh, I got to go. I got to go save her. Yeah. I guess if another person is inducted into the group, you can sense them. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know anything about the dreams either. Like this is a- it looked like he was having just nightmares about when he, when he used to do this stuff. But I guess yeah. now it's but now it's actually more uh, uh, premonition. You know? 
So Miss Calendar shows up to Ethan's shop where Buffy is tied up to a table with a little flimsy rope where there's like a just a screw and Buffy's like trying to like fray the rope <laughs> under the table. I love the Ethan. And Ethan is none the wiser. This is like the nail in uh in uh what's that movie? Uh the, with the with the hearing with the monsters that can't they can hear. Oh, a quiet place. Yeah, it's like the quiet place where like the nail is sticking out of uh the floorboard just in the middle. Like yeah. this screw. What is it screwing down? <laughs> like it's just like in like it's no point for a screw to be right there. <laughs> it's like in the middle of the table sticking out. <laughs> but uh yeah, you know. Yeah. So Buffy escapes, obviously. She uh rips off the uh Oh, but Miss Calendar goes up to Ethan and she's like, oh, you don't have the tattoo anymore, so you're cool. Uh, I'm going to go attack Buffy, who has like a tattoo on the back of her neck now. Yeah, the the the, the demon reacts as if uh, if there's like a dog and it's sniffing and it's like, mm-hmm. hmm, oh, you don't have a tattoo. Oh, there's a yes. tattoo. I forgot what you looked like. I forgot what the yeah. person that <laughs> summoned me all those years ago looks like. So, okay. The person I was just in a room with <laughs> yeah. who had the tattoo earlier in this episode. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the rules. I don't know the rules. Yeah. So then Buffy escapes and then Miss Calendar starts attacking Buffy and she throws the table at Buffy and Buffy starts fighting back. And then Giles shows up and he saves Buffy and he's like, no, don't take her. Take me instead. And then... uh Angel shows up and saves Giles and Miss Calendar somehow. He, yeah, he comes out of like when he came in, I was like, what is going on? And then he's followed by uh, the mystery team of Willow and Cordelia yeah. and Xander. And then he just starts choking her. Out. Yeah. Yeah. He's choking the sh- dude. I love all of the choking stuff. He's going <laughs> like, like like two episodes in a Halloween when that little kid started choking that old lady. Oh, yeah. That was so funny. But Angel choking Miss Calendar, and everyone's just standing there watching. And Giles is like, "What's going on? He's gonna kill her!" Yeah. And then Buffy and Willow are like, "No, no, 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 no! It's cool." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he's just like going to town on this choking. He's yeah. <laughs> and then so the demon leaps out of Miss Calendar, and its its mission is to like go into the the clear, closest dead or unconscious person and since angel's technically dead it jumps into angel and then angel starts spasming and then he just kind of like gulps and he's like all right that was weird and uh everything's fine now yeah he, he <laughs> like, like, like it's all those 90s effects of like his face is going all big and warpy and like anything you could find in photoshop at the time like before photoshop just pull like it's it's a cool looking effect it's weird i mean that's i kind of like one of their early uses of it i feel like in this show of like the digital stuff like that um besides like face morphing to vampires but yeah but yeah then he wakes up and he's like whew that was uh," and they're like so what what's up with the he's like "Ah, i got a bunch of demons in me don't worry about it yeah because this is the part of the vampire lore that we do know in the Buffy verse, at least, is that when you get turned into a vampire, you have a demon in you. So vampires mm-hmm. are demons mm-hmm. and they have a demon inside of them, which makes them different people. Like she Buffy tells us to that dude uh, that wants to turn into a vampire. Um, Owen. 
No, no, no. Or or in Lie to Me. Yeah, yeah. Um, Because she's like, hey, you're going to have a person. It's going to be a demon inside your body and you won't be yourself. And that's yeah, you'll what, be watching what's going on, yeah. but it's not you. And that's what Angel has been for all this time before he got a gypsy curse put on him. Yeah. So that's the only way it seems that a vampire can become nice. We'll find out later. It's not probably, but <laughs> yeah. So that's the reason. And he, I guess the demon stole inside of him and it fought the other demon that jumped in. Well, this is what it says on Wikipedia. Igon passes to Angel, but Angel's vampire form defeats Igon and expels the demon. Well, I'm going to go with what is said in the episode and not the Wikipedia summary. I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just trying to... Angel literally says, I got a demon inside me and it really was looking for a good fight. Hasn't had a good fight in a while. Yeah. And so his demon inside of him fought the demon thing. Yeah. I don't understand how this Igon demon existed all this time after they killed. Has it been float? It must have been floating around for years. Yeah. I, I Where has it been? Because this is like Giles is like, I did this in college. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But then we find out that Ethan has also escaped again. <laughs> you can't take your eyes off this guy. <laughs> I. You know what I think is funny? I think it's funny that... He still kept the store. He's yes. like the lease the store. I still had the lease, so I kept the store. And I'm like, yeah, dude, I thought you were running away. Like, no one's gone back to the store since that one day on Halloween. Well, I love that he's like, I already paid my month's rent. Yeah. I'm not leaving I'm not town. Leaving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So then there's this weird thing where Giles and Miss Calendar leave, and then Angel's hugging Buffy. But Angel's, I feel like Angel's looking very menacingly at them. So I was like, is Igon gone? Is Angel like, what's up with this? I didn't notice that. I was more, I get what they were going for with Giles stumbling out of there with Miss Calendar. But mm-hmm. it seemed very, oh yeah, thanks, thanks guys for helping me. I'm getting out of here. Like he doesn't say thank you. He's not like, oh my God, they don't have a closure moment there. He just stumbles yeah. out with uh, Miss Calendar. And it's and he just watch him walk away. He doesn't look back. He doesn't. There's not that moment where he nods to him like, "All right, thanks. I'm gonna walk away." And then we can have the expository scene later where they talk. But he just like stumbles out of there like, "All right." Well, he and Jenny like stumble out like they are wasted. It's hilarious. Yeah. So then the next day at school, Buffy is like, hey, Willow, you did a great job with that, uh, figuring that stuff out. You should probably look into being a watcher. And I was like, yes. <laughs> and then Willow was like, I don't know. That seems like a lot of stress. And 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 that seemed like, look at Giles. He's always stressed. And he seems like so like sad and mad at the world. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I don't like and whiskey just, enough for this. Yeah. Yeah. And Giles is like walking around campus like... <laughs> In a daze. Mm-hmm. And then so he uh, he goes and finds Miss Calendar. And he's like, hey, I want to apologize for everything that happened. I'm very sorry. Uh, I never meant for you to get caught up in all of this stuff. And yeah, and she's like, no, it's okay. I'm, f- I'm feeling okay. I'm recovering a little bit, but it was crazy. But uh, yeah. And then he's like, maybe we could get together for dinner or a drink sometime. And she's like, yeah, maybe sometime. Yeah, he says and just he, to talk. Yeah, yeah he, and he goes he to knows. like re, 
he goes to like reach out for her and then she like pulls away and i was like oh man yeah i mean i get it she's just been possessed by a demon but i would have loved it if she did the thing like i don't care that i'm being possessed by a demon it said yeah. you lied to me <laughs> or that you are a whole different person than who I thought you were. Yeah. Because she's seen the what, darkest what's side the of deal? And what's the deal with this Ripper, Giles? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Just gives him the. <laughs> Who's this Igon lady that you've been talking? <laughs> she t- that demon told me some stuff. <laughs> like, yeah. We got the chat in which she was in my body. And uh, yeah. <laughs> But basically, she's like, I'm going to need some time before I jump back into your world. Yeah. And he's like, I get it. And then so she leaves and Buffy is like, she saw it all happen. And she goes over and she comforts Giles. She's like, hey, man, saw that. That's pretty brutal. And he's like, yeah. She's like, hey, you know, here I am looking up to you and uh, you're just a big dumbass like me. And he's like, oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. She's and she's like, well, we got to go start training. I'm going to go put on my size music. And he's like, that's not music. It sucks. She's like, there's the Giles I know. Mm-hmm. And that's the episode. And that's where I was like, I really hope they got along on set. I really yeah. do. They have a good relationship in this show. Like, it's a good dynamic to play with. Like, it's, if you're writing the show, like, this is what you want to play with. Like, that Giles, father figure, responsibility. Like, he's got the... She, He's got the Uncle Ben and Spider-Man-ness of him. Like, it's a lot there, you know? Well, you know what? It's like he's the father figure, but I feel like he's learning more lessons from Buffy than she is from him. Yeah, they're both, like, having to learn from each other. Like, he's going to have to learn how to interact with people. <laughs> and, <laughs> like, you know, like, so they have their they have their differences that, like, really are fun when you put the two of them together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think they finally figured out like Xander, Willow, and Buffy all together. Like Xander is just like a joke machine that comes in with like good lines here and there, and like reacts realistically to situations. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. The, the, the show's bound. The show's finding itself in a really nice way. I feel like. Yeah. And yeah, that's it. That's our episode on The Dark Age. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, if you want to follow us on Instagram, Boys Watching Buffy. You want to email in, Boys Watching Buffy at Gmail. And uh, yeah, stay tuned for next week when we talk about the episode What's My Line Part One. What do you think that's about? Oh, we got a two parter? Looks like it. At least a two parter. Um,. Something to do with an actor. That's all I know. <laughs> That's all I can think of. Because we were way off on this one. Uh, dark, we, oh, yeah. we were way off on the Dark Age. Yes, we were. And I still uh, don't even know why it's called the Dark Age. But Me neither. Um, maybe it's like Giles' Dark Age. Maybe. I don't know. But what's my line? I'm going to guess that there's some kind of script thing. And people can... There's somebody that can write... Whatever's going to happen. Ooh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's their superpower, demonic powers, that anything they write comes true. So what do you think makes this a two-parter or a three-parter, even if it's more than... I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, what? Yeah, let's get ready. Well, I guess we'll have to find out. Yeah. We'll find out. Um, all right. Thanks for listening, everybody. See ya.
is what happens when you have school on Saturday. <laughs>